Beloved, we're going to go to Romans 8. I'm going to start in verse 28. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. You know, you have a God who loves you. He's for you and not against you. For those God foreknew, and just let me let, me let you know this, he foreknew everybody. He foreknew everybody, every human ever created. He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. Every person he created, he predestined to be conformed into the likeness of his son. Nobody's left out of that. Hallelujah. It's just a matter of receiving him as your Lord and Savior. And then you get to walk in the most beautiful life you could ever dream of. Resurrection power, resurrection life, a life of victory in Christ. Hallelujah. To be conformed to the likeness of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. You see, you become brethren brothers and sisters of Christ when you receive him. That's your inheritance. No one's excluded from this opportunity. No one. To walk in the blessing and receive the blessings of Christ. And the scripture tells us, this scripture tells us that God works for the good. He works for your good. He's already done it. He has secured good for you of those who love him. Then he tells us, after this, he tells us how, how he works for our good. Praise Jesus. Resurrection Sunday, all the goodness of God delivered unto you. (laughs) Are you going to open the door? Yeah. We've opened the door, haven't we? Yeah. He has predestined us to be conformed to the likeness of his son. The scripture tells us that God wishes that none should perish. None should perish, but everyone receive Christ and be transformed. Their lives transformed. So, that's the exact likeness of Jesus. So how did he do that? Sounds like a pretty tall order, right? To be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Well, it's not. He's given us the way, the truth and the life, resurrection life. He put his spirit, Holy Spirit, the spirit who testifies of Christ in us when we're born again. If that spirit testifies of Christ, which it does, how can you help but be transformed into that likeness? Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone, anyone is in Christ, that leaves nobody out, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Thank you, Jesus, 
for finishing it at the cross. Thank you. Thank you. The sacrifice, the miracle, that you, the sacrifice that you made for me. The sacrifice that he made for you. Every one of us. Hallelujah. He is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come already. All this is from God. From God. A blessing unto you. Praise you. Who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world. That means when we were still in sin. The world, everyone, an opportunity, a, a beautiful, miraculous opportunity for everyone. Reconcile the world. You know, you don't need to be cleaned up before you come to God. Okay? That, that, it doesn't say those in the world who, who are cleaned up. Those who in the, wor- in the world who are walking right. No, 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 no. It's those who were in sin. He does, and then when we receive him, he doesn't, re- he doesn't see us as sinners anymore. Because he sees us through the blood. Amen. He sees us perfected through the blood. Yes. Praise you. Beloved, his beloved sons and daughters. Reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. What a gift. What a gift we've been given. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. You have a mission. You have a mission, beloved. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Now, if there's anyone in here who has never received Jesus Christ Christ as their Lord and Savior, no worries. When you find out how beautiful Jesus Christ is, how much he loves you, how much he's for you, and not against you, you will run into his arms and you will have a whole new creation life. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that at the end of service. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Just follow Jesus. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The great exchange. A great exchange. Our sin for his righteousness in our lives. You are in Christ the righteousness of God. And I want to read this to you in the Aramaic. It, this is so beautiful, and it is so powerful. From, I mean, from the Aramaic. I'm not reading in Aramaic. <laughs> yeah. Translated into English. It, this is absolutely beautiful. This very first verse, if we just get a hold of this very first verse, just the power that it puts in your life, in my life, Verse 17, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. All, 
all that is in the Messiah is, therefore, the new creation. Do you find that amazing? That says all that is the Messiah. If you don't understand what it means that you are a new creation once you receive Christ, it tells it. It can't be any more plain than it says right here. All that is the Messiah is the new creation. Wow. That's what you've been given as a believer. Thank you. Thank you for the resurrection of that life in me, in you. Power, glory be unto him. All that is in the Messiah is therefore the new creation. And praise God, he's given it to us. Hallelujah. Anyone who's chosen to receive Jesus, that's, it's your new identity. It's the new you. Hallelujah. You can receive a new you, right? I want a new you. I want a new me. There are lots of areas in my life where I want a new me. Well, it's been given. I just need to get in the Word and find out who the new me is. Because it's really plain. It's all that's in the Messiah. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. When you receive Jesus, that's an unfailing hope. That is an unfailing hope. You have a beautiful story written about you. A beautiful story ahead of you. Praise you, Jesus. So that's what salvation means. It means rebirth into all that the Messiah is. The old order has passed away to such. What's the to such? It's the new creation. The old order has passed away. Replaced by the new creation. When, when we use that word new creation, we need to really understand how powerful that is. So, it's given away to the new creation. The old self, your old self, carnal. The carnal influences, the carnal, the carnal part gives way to the image of Jesus. Amen. Gives way to the image of Jesus. We just have to learn how to walk in the word and understand what we have received. Completeness, the completeness of Jesus. So anyway, in the Aramaic it goes on and it says, and everything has become new from God. Isn't that a beautiful thought? Everything has become new from God. Wow. He who reconciled us to himself in the Messiah and he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. For God was in the Messiah. Hallelujah, right? He who reconciled the universe with his majesty, and he has not accounted their sins to them. That's you. He has not accounted their sins, your sins, to you, mine to me and has placed in us our own message. Wow. Has placed in us our own 
message of the reconciliation. Do you know there's a reason God made you the way you are? He designed every little thing about your recreated personality. He made you who you are so that when you became recreated, perfected by the blood of Christ, you have your own message that he needs you. Yes, he needs you. He needs you with your personality, your character, your thinking, renewed mind thinking. And only you can do what he's called you to do. And he didn't create you for no reason. He created you to be an intimate part of bringing recreated resurrection life to this earth. You, with all your specialness, with all your individual beauty. You know each of you is individually beautiful? You're not to concentrate on your flaws? See, those we just turn over. We just turn that over. And we say, God, I'm going to see the image that you see in me. And I'm not going to focus on all the things that I want to change right now. I'm going to turn all that over to you because you made me beautiful for you. And you've given me my own special message, my own special way of reaching the world for you. And you need to receive that. You need to receive that so that you can do what he's called you to do in your own beautiful way. Praise your Father. Praise your Father. And everything has become new from God. He who reconciled us to himself in the Messiah, and he has given us the ministry of reconciliation for God was in the Messiah. He who reconciled the universe with his majesty, and he has not accounted their sins to them, and has placed in us our own message of the reconciliation. Wow. Because when he chose Jesus, when, he, when we choose Jesus as Lord and Savior, his very life, the life breath of God, comes to live in us, to saturate our being, saturate, to saturate our being and to live in us in demonstration and in power. His presence in you is a demonstration of his love and healing and virtue to all the world. A special message that you have. Hallelujah. Verse 20. We are ambassadors, therefore, in the place of the Messiah. Is this powerful? Is this as powerful to you as it is to me? It says, in place of the Messiah. That's you. That's the born-again believer. You have been put here in place of the Messiah. Wow, do you see how important you are? 
Do you see how much confidence God has in you? Is that amazing? It shouldn't be amazing. It is amazing, isn't it? But it shouldn't be amazing. It is what he has predestined you to be, the very likeness of Christ here. Thank you, Lord. Do you understand how much, really, he is so confident in you, beloved. He is so confident in you. Don't let the world, don't let the devil convince you any other way. This is, this is who you are. This is who you are meant to be. In place of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. If you don't believe that, just hang around me a little longer. <laughs> like, just keep coming back. You'll get it. <laughs> You'll get it, right? And I'll get it more and more. <laughs> Therefore, in the place of the Messiah, and as if he who is God requested of you by us, now that's Paul speaking, in the place of the Messiah, we beseech you, therefore, be reconciled to God. Be reconciled to God. Yes, be reconciled to God in salvation. That's when all this comes into our lives. But be reconciled in our everyday walk. Transformed by the living word. The living word. Jesus Christ. He is the living word. And he sent Holy Spirit to help us do this. Hallelujah. We represent God. We do his work here. What a privilege. What a blessing. What a gift. For he who had not known sin made himself to become sin in your place. You're gone. He's there. That we would become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He sees us through the blood. We are the righteousness of God in Christ. That is your new standing. You can stand confident in that position. Hallelujah. Because when he chose Jesus, when we choose Jesus, his life comes to dwell in us. When we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, we are no longer dominated by the flesh. Right? It, the spirit now has dominion. Are we going to give into that dominion? Are we going to receive that dominion? Are we going to walk in that dominion? Yes. Say yes, I'm going to walk in the dominion of Jesus Christ in the here and now in my life. <laughs> New creation life. New creation love. The very presence of God. It takes up 
residence in my spirit. Hallelujah. And I receive a new way of living. Hallelujah. <laughs> Beloved, we have a new lease on life. We have new power. We have new strength. We have new virtue. Surging rivers of living water will usher forth from your bellies. Rivers, not trickles. Don't be happy with just a little bit. <laughs> no, no, don't be happy with just a little bit. Rivers, gushing, overflowing. The banks cannot hold me in. Say that. No bank can hold me in. I'm an overflowing river of Holy Spirit, new creation, resurrected life. Hallelujah, that's me. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. How about that? If you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Romans 8, 11. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, which he is when you're a born-again believer, a son or daughter of God, he who raised Jesus Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit who lives in you. Who lives in you. Say, if you're a born again believer, say, he lives in me. He lives in me. Hallelujah. The life of God surging through us. How can we not be overcomers in this world. You receive him, you don't have a choice but to be an overcomer. <laughs> you just got to get in line with God's vision of you. Right? That's right. 1 John 2.27, this is so powerful. I'm sure every single person in here probably already noticed this. But this just like leapt off the page of God's word to me last week or so. 1 John 2, 27. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains. Remains. Say that. His anointing remains on me. It remains. It's not going anywhere, beloved. It's remaining. It's sustaining. You walk 
in a remaining anointing. Wow. Wow. With you, remaining in you. See, God is working everything for our good. That's where we started here, isn't it? He's working everything for our good by putting Holy Spirit in us. In us. The very Spirit of God. The very Spirit of God. Equipping us. Equipping us to walk victoriously in this life to the glory and honor of the Father. To the glory and honor of the Father. Say, I will live. I live victoriously to the glory and honor of my Father. As we learn, as we study, as we employ the word, we become more and more mature in this. Hallelujah. He becomes more and more dominant in our lives. And there comes a point when we don't even necessarily have to stop and say, which way do I go now, Lord? He's a voice. The scripture says he's a voice speaking to us, saying to us which way to go, whether to turn to the left or the right. Whether we turn to the left or the right, he is a voice singing, this is the way, walk in it. He answers us before we even call. You see? We just let the Holy Spirit dominate. Believers are the brothers and sisters of Christ. You have been made a brother or a sister of Christ. Heir to which all, all to which Christ is heir. All. Every spiritual blessing in Christ. The very Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Inheritors of all the fullness of Christ. All, say that. I'm an inheritor of all the fullness of Christ. Now I'm just going to study and study and study so that I know what all that entails. I'm going to learn. And then I'm believing. I'm believing what it tells me in the Word. Romans 8, 28 through 30. We're going to read it again. And I want you to think about everything that we've just studied together as I read it. And we know then in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, everybody, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren, that's us. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. That's you, beloved. If you're a believer in Christ, that's you. That's your identity. 
Hallelujah. You have been glorified in Christ. John 7, you want to you, you see it in the word? John 17, 22. I have given them the glory that you gave me. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you that you are not a selfish God. I have given them the glory that you gave me, Jesus. That they may be one as we are one. In that I in them, you in me, Father, may they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. He loves you the same that he loves Jesus. No different. No different. No different. Stop disqualifying yourself by the things that you think you have done wrong. His love is not altered by your mistakes. His mercies are new every morning. His loving kindness never fails. Run to the Father. Run to the Father. Hallelujah. May they be wrought into complete unity. See, there can be no division in the presence of God. It can't be. into complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Because of the resurrection of Christ, we have this. Because of the resurrection of Christ. Jesus walked that walk to the cross. That was a choice he made for you. He could have chosen otherwise. He went to the garden. He went to the garden and he could have changed his mind. But he loves you so much that he looked at the cross knowing all that it was going to entail. The shame, the punishment, the humiliation, the pain. And he said, I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for you. I'm going to do it. Nothing's going to stop me. I'm going, I'm going on. I'm going on. Hallelujah. Then he was resurrected, and he poured out his blood on the mercy seat for you. So stop getting caught up in your mistakes. That's Satan's weapon only to keep you from the mission of God. 
It is making light when you choose to focus on your mistakes, on the things you do wrong, on the shame. When you choose to focus on that, you are making nothing of what Christ did for you. Do you see how serious this is? If you choose to walk in low self-esteem, you are making light. You are disregarding what he did for you. Receive his love. It'll heal anything in your life. The love of Christ will heal anything that needs to be healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you see, he secured a new creation life for us, and we have complete, complete unity with the Father through his blood, through his sacrifice. Complete resurrection. Complete in Christ. Hallelujah. Unity with the Father because of Christ, a gift freely given to us. The Father has given the born-again believer every spiritual blessing in Christ. Every spiritual blessing. He loves us each the same, the same as he loves Christ. He has given us the glory, the power, the dominion through Christ, not of ourselves that we should boast. Not of ourselves that we should boast. Remember what you were before Christ. And know, if you haven't received him yet, that he makes all things new. He makes all things new. Everything that Christ demonstrated when he walked on this earth and revealed the Father, the kingdom of heaven, revealed to us through the person of Christ, given to us through the person of Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We are designed for kingdom living here on earth. That's our destiny. That's his vision of you and your walk. Romans 8:31 What then shall what then shall we say in response to this If God is for us who can be against us is, Oh my is that good news <laughs> Come on If God is for us who can be against us No demon in hell No person Right? No manipulation. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? All things complete in Christ. The fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. Who will bring any charge, any, any? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Hallelujah. Take that in and rest. 
Take that in and rest in your hearts, beloved. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? No one. No one will succeed in a charge against the beloved of God. Big statement. Hallelujah. Absolutely no one. The devil is defeated. Hallelujah. Under the feet of Jesus. This is the reality that we need to cultivate in our own hearts. The devil constantly accuses you before God. But guess what, sweet, beloved children of the living God? God's not listening. (laughs) God is not listening. The devil is the accuser of the brethren. He accuses you day and night before the Father, but God is not listening. He has seen you through the perfected, finished work of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. I love that. Revelations 12.10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation. Hallelujah. And strength. And the kingdom of our God. Think of the power here, beloved. Think of the power. Now is come these things. And the power of his Christ. How can we lose? Do I get an answer? We can't. You're right. Four. The accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. The devil accuses you before God day and night, but God has already answered in the finished work of Christ. God has already answered. Hallelujah. God sees us through the blood. He sees us because of Jesus. He sees us through the blood. And that's what today is all about. That's what today is all about in your life, in my life. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 1, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. You are set free from the curse in Jesus. You are set free from the law of sin and death. You don't need to live that way here on earth. Hallelujah. You are set free from the accusations of Satan. He has no authority and no power over you. Romans 8, 33. 
It is God who justifies. Thank you, Lord, that we have a merciful, loving, kind, good God who justifies us. Who is he that condemns? Not Jesus. What's Jesus doing? It says, Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life. Raised to life, resurrection life, defeating death, hell, and the grave, <laughs> defeating every scheme of the evil one, defeating every oppression, every sickness, every lack. More than that, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. For us. Not against us. Interceding, ever making intercession for you. Thank you, Father. Not accusing, not condemning. Do we have a responsibility when we do something that displeases God to turn back to him and repent? Of course. The second that's done, resurrection life comes back, right? Comes forth, I should say. Right? Overpowering the darkness. We just turn. We just turn to Jesus. We just lay it at his feet. We say, Lord, if this displeased you. I love you, sweetheart. You're my child. I did this for you. I knew you were going to make that mistake. Thank you for coming back to me. Thank you. Thank you for coming back to me. So simple. So simple. He makes it so simple. He's not condemning. Because of his great love for us, he allowed himself to be crucified. I say allowed, allowed himself to be crucified. He became our sin offering, our substitution. So that we could receive the life and the spirit of God indwelling in us. Hallelujah. Freedom from condemnation of the law. Entrance into his resurrection, life and power. Wow. His glory showing forth through us. Jesus raised us to life, yes, eternal life with the Father, yes, but resurrected life here also. In this life, you are destined to walk in it a gift freely given. And now Jesus is at the right hand of our Father, making intercession for us. You have a friend. You have a friend in Jesus. You have a friend. He's your friend. You can turn to him and talk to him about anything. You have a friend in Jesus. 
as born-again believers, we are sons and daughters of the almighty, ever-loving Father, heir to everything to which Jesus was heir. All the power, all the love, all the wisdom, all the dominion, all the victory, all the fullness of him. Anyone, anyone who chooses Jesus Lord, Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Romans 8, 16, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Hallelujah. You're his child. Now if we are children, then we are heirs. Co-heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. That means the same. The same. Equal heirs. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. So we want to understand the suffering that he went through. The price that he paid for each one of us. That he would have paid if you were the only one ever. We want to understand that to give us a reason to walk and believe for the resurrected life in our own personal situations. You see that? We want to understand what the suffering accomplished and receive it as the gift that was given to us. Free gift of Christ's salvation. That means healing, provision, protection, joy, freedom from oppression, victorious, conquering life, completeness in every area of life. Beloved, this is a big, big gospel. But he paid the price. The price has already been paid. It's already been purchased for you. You don't have to purchase it again. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. You don't have to purchase it again. You just have to receive it. Wow. By the presence of God, the Holy Spirit, who Jesus sent to be with us, new creation life clothes us. It clothes us so that we will be like him. Resurrection Sunday, resurrection life, that's what today is about. Not today. The event. The miracle. That's what it's about. We live a divine life <coughs> and are eternally, eternally shaped for God. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Romans 8.35 <coughs> Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? 
as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No. No. Absolutely not. No. You are no longer sheep going to a slaughter. When you receive Jesus Christ, you become the bride of Christ, <coughs> the church of the living God, looking forward to the wedding supper of the Lamb. No. In all these things, you are more than conquerors through him who loved us. He has conquered for you. You do not have to face the slaughter. <clears throat> Paul is saying here that absolutely nothing will separate the believer from God's love and the effects of that love, <clears throat> the results of that love. God will not forsake us in any trouble, in any hardship, in any persecution, in any famine, in any nakedness, in any danger, in any sword. You will never be forsaken. You just keep your eyes on Jesus. You just keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. He will not forsake us in any darkness. That's good news. That's good news. He is ever for us. His mercies and his loving kindness and his forbearance are for us at all times. What a blessed, beautiful Savior we have. Hallelujah. The devil wants us slain by darkness. Well, that's what he wants, but he's not going to get it. <laughs> he already lost that battle. <laughs> but God, you see, he's the one. Jesus has made us conquerors through every tribulation by the power of his blood. Amen. And his name. The name of Jesus above every other name. His love poured out for us. His love poured out for you. His body sacrificed, and I say sacrificed, it was not taken. It was given. It was given for you. How many times did he walk through a crowd? How many times did they try to kill him? How many times did they try to accuse him? How many times did they try to find fault with him, persecute him for healing on the Sabbath or for whatever reason it was? Until the right moment, until the moment that God chose, they could not do anything to him. They never could do anything to him. He had to choose to give his life for you. His blood poured out, and I say poured out. He poured it out. It was not taken. 
for us that it would proclaim the mercy of God for us always. It ever cries mercy for you when you receive him as Lord and Savior. Romans 8.38 For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, no demon, neither the present nor the future, nor any power, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. That's where you are. Hallelujah. So that's what I really felt like the Lord wanted us to share with one another today, learn with one another today. And so all eyes closed, I'm going to ask those who have never received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior if they would like to do that. All eyes closed. Just raise your hand and I'll pray for you. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or if you received him and you just feel like you've turned away and you just want to come running back to the Father, I want you to raise your hand. Okay. So anyone who's listening on the internet now or months from now, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just say this. Say, thank you, Jesus, for sacrificing your life for me. I believe that you are the son of the living God, that you died for me and that you rose again in resurrection victory so that I could be with you in eternity. Now thank you that you fill me with your Holy Spirit and that you have beautiful, wonderful, great things planned for me. I receive you as my Lord and Savior, in Jesus' name. And if you've prayed that prayer today, you let us know here at River City Church, and we'll send you some information to help you get to know Jesus better. In Jesus' mighty name. Now we're going to take communion, and we're going to